Hello, welcome back to This Revolutionary Life. I'm Jen. And I'm Ken. And today, let's talk a little bit about food. Wow, right straight to the point. That is one thing that I like about you, Jen. You are very, hit the nail right on the head, and let's get into it. This is a huge... This is a huge topic. topic. And we we get riddled with questions pretty regularly I mean, about... Every day. Food, what to eat how much to eat, um, what's considered real food, what's considered considered whole food, what's considered paleo and keto and... Or is it keto? I don't think so. <laughs> it's, it's, it is what it is. The long story short is, is that this is a, this is a quagmire wrapped inside a riddle, wrapped inside an enigma for many, many, many people. And, uh, being in the fitness and nutrition industries, um, there's a lot of pitfalls. There's a lot of there's a lot of things that one must consider, and it's kind of gotten to the point in 2021 where it's almost uh, an overcomplicated topic. I would almost say there's not a lot to think about. I'd say that there's a lot thrown at you, so there's a lot of confusion. Yes. But we are here to try and debunk some of that and maybe enlighten the three of you out there who listen to this podcast and, and, and enlighten the topic a little bit and make it a little bit easier to just, you know, get on with your day. So I think that it's probably appropriate to start with we're talking diet and nutrition. I want to start by saying diet is not negative. There should not be, although there is, although there is heavy, heavy negative connotation with the word diet. Diet in of itself is not negative. Sure. Diet, and I don't want to go down the like, well, Webster's defines diet yeah. as, but the long and short of it is diet is what you consume to sustain life. Yes. So going on a diet, I need to start a diet. Diet, 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 right? Yep. And it's negative, it's shitty, it gives people freaking headaches, it puts a pit in people's stomach when you go, oh, you must be on a diet. Well, yeah. technically, every living, breathing being on the planet, not human being, all all life forms, wow, that's yes, a, are on a diet. That's a bold statement. All life forms, all sentient beings in the world. Yeah, every every food single every living creation is on some form or fashion of a diet. Yes, and I think that again, l looping back slightly, you have the the word which has been taken over by corporatist interests to mean certain things like you just said so your diet uh, you are correct it just means what you eat every day but in the interest of selling you things now we have brands attached to these things so wait a minute capitalism is yeah, trying so to monetize yes. something so as simple as food yes yeah, so we've no. monetized food so now it's keto diet it's caveman diet it's vegan diet it's vegetarian diet it's paleo diet it's blah 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 
So in it, I mean, Google the word word diet and you'll get millions and millions and millions and millions of hits. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sure. So. And don't actually do that because then you'll be riddled for the rest of your life with ads for diet books. <laughs> for, for diet books, yes. Okay. So, but then the, the so now we're coming full, the, the full circle, kind of the snake eating its tail kind of thing, where now the industry has proposed itself into, if you, like, if you go on Instagram, there's lots of dietitians that have started calling themselves anti-diet dietitians. So they're not for diets in the traditional sense of what an American... Yeah, the non-diet diet. Yeah, the non-diet, the no-diet diet, which ends up, if they're telling you what to eat, kind of ends up being a diet. Because that's what just what you eat by your definition. So we're right. kind of... So this is, this is where we have to be adult about things. We have to come at things with an open mind. And we have to... And, and this is where labeling becomes dangerous. Because, um, because of the various factors and forces that that are at work. So if you're eating food, congratulations, you're on a diet. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then if you're not eating food, we'd like to know how you're still alive. Yeah. So it's something that you need to do every day, and its importance level can't be understated. And that's why there's the scrutiny, and then and that's why there there's the intensity of efforts behind, by these forces in putting over their specific thing yes capitalism yeah um so i would like to start with human bodies human beings because that's what we are and that's hopefully who's listening right now we don't know <laughs> we're very well actually i we have come it on, in peace either way yeah i have it on good authority that we're very very popular um among house pets <laughs> Cats and dogs love this podcast. But anyway, go ahead. Okay, so human beings need need to be on a diet. You need to be eating food. You need to be consuming calories to sustain life. Hopefully that's your goal. And where do we start? We definitely need to start with water. I don't know that we should. I don't know if we need to pin that in a diet slash nutrition conversation because I think hydration is something different and of its own topic. Well, I, well, but I think that it's very important. So if you say, hey, there's like we tell people there's actually four macronutrients. There's protein, fat, and carbohydrates, which make up everything, every food you're going to eat. But then there's also the fourth one, which is water. And if you want to know about water and how important it is and why we're so nuts about it, Read a book. Uh, go on. Uh, go, no, don't go on Amazon. Screw Amazon. No. Go somewhere and find a local and find bookstore. a book called "Your Body's Many Cries for Water." I can't remember the name of the author off the top of my head, but I always quote it because I think he's it's a really long name. He's an Indian guy. It's really long to remember. Okay, but we will. Your try body's and many link cries it. for water. Yes. Go ahead. Okay, so then let's let's start with that. Then, if you wanna if you wanna link that in there, we. You absolutely need clean, fresh water. It doesn't need to be cold. It doesn't need to be lukewarm. It doesn't need to be hot. It needs to be whatever temperature you like. And you need to consume it. And you need to consume a lot of it. And you need to be consistent with it. Yes, and, and, and really quick, put a pin in that really quick for a, very, for a second. Because this is where, like you said, you just broke down. It doesn't need to be hot, doesn't need to be cold. The Goldilocks and the Three Bears thing. Because, or how many bears are there? The three bears. So, the issue with that is, is that 
when you're starting down such a monstrous path such as this, there's always the little, the people get wrapped up in the eccentricities. So instead of just saying like, the nation is dehydrated. Mm -hmm. How do I know? Because they got bags under their eyes. They got a fat sack hanging over their belt. They're carrying a bag of pills from the pharmacy and they eat nothing but garbage 90% of the time. I know you're dehydrated and your joints hurt constantly. So we're all dehydrated, but yet we're going to get tripped up on putting a thermometer in our water because you read an article or your aunt told you that the water needs to be exactly 74 degrees. Just drink freaking yeah, water look you don't you don't need a special jug <laughs> that that breaks down hour increments or 15 minute increments of how much water just just drink the, drink the water just drink, just drink water. water if you feel thirsty drink water if you feel hungry start with some water okay Good call you're probably thirsty if you're sitting at your desk and it's been 15 or 20 minutes grab your water okay so the more you drink the more your body is going to thank you for it and the more it's going to tell you it wants, because now it realizes you're listening, okay? Everybody needs water. You will not very, okay, let me go back. I will not say you will uh -oh. not because uh -oh. I don't want to start talking in absolutes. absolutes. And it is, because I know somebody out there is going to contact me and say, well, uh, 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 right? There's a scientific something, something. Yes, you can drown yourself. Okay, there is such a thing as too much water. Is that no, we're going to so, happen? No. no, you, I guarantee if you think, oh my God, I've had so much water. It's, I'm going to, you know, I read a book somewhere and they say, quote unquote, they, they say if you drink too much water, that's really bad. Well, yes. But, but the average American is so chronically inflamed and dehydrated that that is so far down the pipe. You would, yeah, you would have to drink so much water. I guarantee you would puke up the water, <laughs> and your body would go, "Hey, lay off the water," long before you drown yourself. Yes, and okay? let's, yes, and let's put it this way: I've been doing this for almost twenty years. I've never seen that ever happen, not once. Yeah, I mean, worst case scenario, you're going to drink enough water that you're going to feel like full and bloated. Right. And I mean, you, and, and let's face it. You're probably piss your brains out. For, yeah. And so. I mean, come on. Let like we're we're assuming that everybody knows how to kind of like use some common sense here. And I know that's, that's far reaching. <laughs> but let's let's try and be a little bit, you know, in tune with our bodies and in tune with our minds and ha use a little common sense. And I'm going to leave it there. Yes. So drink water. Okay, because the food you're gonna eat, it's gonna help. It, I mean, it's the benefits are the benefits are ridiculous. So number one thing in the holistic revolution system, when it comes to the nutrition piece of the puzzle, is water. Yes, please drink and some water. Open and shut. Close the door. Drink water. What? Let me just say, plain water, please. Don't fill it with these powders and these tablets and these syrup sprays and the little water packets and the flavor packets and the little things that you can buy now again buy just drink some yes. plain clear water yes please very, very good point jen what when we say water we mean water so crystal light is not water coffee is not water 
Coca-Cola is not water. Water is water. Tea is not water. Tea is not water. Water is water. I know that you make you use water to make it, so there's water in it. <laughs> but unless it is like clear, pure yes. H2O, it is not water. If you introduce something else to it, it is now something else. Yes, you are bringing up phenomenal points right off the bat because that is something, and I believe we touched on this in our in in our in a previous podcast, but. Probably the water podcast. Probably the water podcast. That's a good guess. <laughs> um, but if you can't, it bears reminding because, again, I mean, this, we're inundated with these questions every day. If you can't see through the glass, if the if you can't see through it, it's not water. Well, and that's a slippery slope because, obviously, you can see through a lot of other things. No, I mean clearly see through it. No, I understand yeah. that. So, but go ahead. Okay, but okay. So I think we're all clear. Water is water. Yes. Okay. If you mm-hmm. have any questions, Jennifer at theholisticrevolution yeah. <laughs> You want to unicorn me with your science about how you're, you know, you knew a guy. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you got a guy who yeah. drowned himself in water, and you're gonna prove how wrong I am. Okay. Okay. Moving on. Nutrition. We are now hydrated. Our body has some fluid in it it can process whatever we're about to consume let's talk let's consume what do we eat what should i eat i read somewhere it's a good question what should you eat now when going down this thing see we we we're in a unique position okay because we don't practice uh, as a facility, we don't practice what we like to call like food fascism or food Nazism, where I mean we'll we soup we for you yeah <laughs> well we have well I mean our doors are open we take in anybody we we you know we do our thing and we hear these stories from people that have come from other places or have had other experiences and it's the it's the 13 almonds and they're counting out 13 or it's the I carry a scale in my purse or it's the, like there's a lot of this in the fitness and nutrition industries and there's a lot of people that propagate that style of eating, let's call it, right? Where uh, maniacalness, fanaticism, um, I told you that a lot of control issue, like coach as controller, really a lot of weird shit going on. So we don't practice any of that. So we are going to, first of all, say that just like with our training programs, probably the first thing that you should eat are things that like you like to eat. Mm-hmm. Right. So like this is where most diet, most diets in air quotes fail right off the bat is because the person who's writing the diet, if they're some, like, if they're one of these bodybuilding nutwads, they like to eat chicken and broccoli six times a day and plain oatmeal and a plain sweet potato. I mean, it's been the same diet and muscle and fitness for the last 40 years. Oatmeal and brown rice and sweet potatoes and chicken breasts. Eggs, and chicken breasts, Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Okay, just because somebody, just because I... And I'm not saying I do because I have whore bodybuilding down to the, the cellular level. Uh, just because I eat that way, that means that Jen will like to eat that way. So, Jen, here's a piece of paper with six meals on it, which who knows if you really need to eat six meals a day or not. But here's one with six meals on it, and uh, it's all chicken and broccoli. And, uh, you know, what if you don't like to eat broccoli and you don't really care for chicken? 
<laughs> then the plan is forget it. It's done before it even got started. So I would say the first thing that you should do is sit down and say, well, you know, obviously we're not saying, well, what would we like to eat? And you pick, you know, McDonald, you know, egg McMuffins from McDonald's. We're not saying that. Right. We're thinking in the we're we're talking in the vein of. Well, I think health first, foods. first and for first and foremost, it needs to be said that when we talk food, we're talking real food. So not something that comes in a package, not something that's been created in a lab, not something that comes out of not crop. something that's fat like like junk. Realistically, not something that has been made in a factory, mass produced by man, and then sent somewhere else to be cooked or sent somewhere else to just be eaten. Like yeah, so real, grab and go yeah. types. Of. We're talking when we when we refer to food, we're referring to real whole food things that your ancestors maybe would have eaten things that come from the ground things that at one time yes as Jacqueline would say run swim fly okay come out of the ground or fall off a tree thank you stuff like that it's considered real food so comes in a package comes from your local subway uh, even though they claim it's tuna, it's probably not tuna, uh, you know, so on and so forth. Uh, that is not real. So that eliminates, so now for most people, see, this is an interesting caveat, Jen, is that for most people who's, we got to keep it real. Mo yeah, look, I know it's not, it's not going to be popular because you're going to say, well, that's bullshit. I just spent $300 at the grocery store. What am I supposed to do with my whole pantry? And I'm not saying this needs to be an overnight change. I'm not saying this needs to be like a, you know, a hard, hardcore go in with the black garbage bag and, you know, <laughs> arm sweep your entire fridge into the bag and start fresh. I'm saying let's make some small changes like everything else that we talk about. Small changes over time consistently create big changes. Big changes over time create freaking change. So... Let's not just regular change, freaking change. Yeah, I like freaking that. change. Like, again, take what we say with a lit again with the common sense, like a little bit of like, okay, let me try and implement some of what they say. Like, this isn't this isn't written in stone. We're not over here, you know, this isn't this is yeah. our opinion at the end of the day and this is what we do in our life that's what makes this this revolutionary life that we're living we're living a revolutionary life in our in ourselves with our kids in our own family in our own households these are our opinions okay do yes. it, do with them what you will but yeah an experiment we could be full of totally full of shit we're saying when we refer to food we're saying real food so you wake up in the morning, if you want oatmeal, great. Maybe let's not choose instant oatmeal or packaged oatmeal with brown sugar in it or, you know, whatever. Let's choose like real whole oats. Mm. Okay, go from there. It may, it may not be as quick and easy to prepare. It may not even taste as good for you right up, up front. Maybe you're used to having the instant stuff with all the preservatives thrown in there and the sugar in it and then you throw on the you know 
the brown sugar and the butter and the maple syrup and all the stuff. So, okay, so uh, here's some things that maybe we're got to like, you know, change or progressively change. But you like oatmeal? Let's eat some oatmeal. But let's choose a good quality, real, true oat. Okay? If you like eggs, perfect. Grab some eggs. How do you know man hasn't touched it? Because it's in a shell. That's how it comes out, right? That's how it's created. It's, it's there. So, you know, can you get your hands on some, like, good, high-quality, organic... Maybe your neighbor next door has chickens that, like, roam free in his yard. Maybe he's got extra eggs that he'd be willing to sell you. Maybe he'd even be willing to give them to you because he has so many. Or, you know, maybe you have a local... Farmer's market. Farmer's market. Maybe you have a local... Um, Food co-op food co-op maybe you have even maybe you even have a local grocery store who brings in some of these farm fresh eggs from farmers or whatever like again you're eating eggs perfect that's a real whole food now let's try and up the quality a little bit right like these small incremental changes to what maybe you're already doing or maybe things you didn't even think that you're doing wrong and not that they're wrong, they're just maybe could be done better. That's a good point. That's a very good point. And I want to hit on to a couple things you said. Number one, you made Jen made a point about quality. See, the 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 hard thing for people to wrap their minds around is that like when you answer one question, it doesn't lead to like, well, that's the end of that, and I'll never have to think about it ever again. No, it leads to another question, which right. leads to another question. So what I was gonna say at the beginning of this was that th there's two things most americans okay we gotta we gotta come correct on this and i'm not gonna pull any punches most americans eat absolute garbage food every single day mm. and they eat too much food if you're one of these people out there who's gained 30 or 40 or 50 or however many pounds it, during this covid pandemic okay you did not gain 30 or 40 or 50 pounds eating apples you need to be straight with yourself. You consumed copious amounts of trash. Okay. You got stressed out. You quit moving. Mm. And it was a cascade of negative things down the pipe. No one gained 30, 40, 50, 60 pounds without massively overeating and massively overeating trash. Yeah. That I, is just, a, that's, that's just period point blank. So number one, you can't get away from quality uh, to Jen's point. So wherever you're at, the first small changes is like you said. You don't got to jump all the way to the organic steel-cut oats, using oatmeal as your example. If you're eating that packaged stuff, then just make one rung up on the quality level. Just go to the, yep. go to the big tub of like the oat that's not super broken down. Right. So that's all you have to do. That way, the change isn't so drastic that you're like, what the heck? And it feels like you're upending. So we've talked about this in other podcasts. All everyone is looking for is a little bit of control. Maintain your control. Right. Continue to eat your oatmeal. Just make one notch up the ladder in quality. And then as you move on and your body is, you got a relationship, okay, make another, uh, another jump and another jump and another jump. So quality reigns supreme. And this is possibly, we could argue it, it, this is possibly our number one concern is that just Americans just eat 
food that is of low quality and it just so happens to be that the low quality food is by and large fast trash it's fast and it's probably a lot cheaper let's be honest because here's here's another well, very gonna... very unpopular opinion so feel free to send me your hate mail <laughs> jennifer at closerevolution.com yeah. <laughs> i don't worry i feel it all day um this this is going to be controversial so sit down and prepare yourself but is <laughs> i almost don't even want to say it uh as much as American people think that we're so sweet, our food is actually pretty shitty. Our food quality is terrible. I, I hate, I'm sorry to say it. We do not have the best food in the world. We do not have the highest quality food. We have the most shit. Well, that is why our society, by and large, is heavier than the rest of the world, sicker than the rest of the world, and let's face it, it's again capitalist country where you know if there's profit to be made somebody's gonna try and package some shit and make a profit yeah, so great, our but... food quality here sucks the big one so put your ego aside and stop acting like we're so sweet because we're not and look at taking a step back and what can we do to the best of the best of our ability, the best of what we can afford, right? Instead of just going, well, it comes in a package and this big corporation backs it and I saw it in a magazine, so it's great. No, it's probably not great. Probably not. Mo mo that would be the way to bet, certainly. So you can't you can't escape quality. And if you just put there's there's plenty of research out there that shows even even on a, even on an organic level like going all the way up the, the ladder to organics, okay? If you were to replace, like I use the example all the time, you got a person who comes in, they eat, you know, they're doing the nacho thing and the McDonald's breakfast and they're hiding the receipt in their pocket so their wife doesn't see it and the whole day, but then she does their laundry and the guy's dumb and she finds the receipts. Yeah, guys are dumb. Yeah, whole, <laughs> whole nine yards, right? You know, the whole deal. Okay, he quits doing eating McDonald's and he quits eating nacho fries and he quit, quits drinking beers and he starts replacing those things with vegetables and salads and he calls himself a vegetarian or a plant-based eater and his health miraculously improves and it was all due in part to the plant-based eating diet well no not necessarily it was due in part for real because call it anything you want, the guy just made a massive quality upgrade. Right. He traded in the Dorito for an apple. Right. So that's the first key. It's not measuring. It's not counting. It's not scaling or any of this other shit. It is making a conscious choice to eat better quality food. So if that mm -hmm. means, so if you're a junk food junkie, if you're a, if you're a candy bar person, if you're a if you're a um, uh, three squares a day of fast American fast food, Ugh. Kentucky Fried Chicken, Taco Bell, McDonald's, so on and so forth, then your first step is to become a two-time-a-day fast fooder and then a one-time-a-day fast right. fooder and then a every other day and so on and so forth all the way down to zero. Right. Right? And then as you do that and you replace uh, junk with real stuff, We've and you, and you know this from being around. We've experimented on this with 
stimulant addicted oh, people yeah. and water extensively for every time they drop a cup of coffee and they increase a cup of water their vitality improves their inflammation goes down to the point where they were drinking eight cups of coffee a day or eight mountain dews and every t we got them to drop a mountain dew drop a coffee all the way down to one and they replaced it those seven other mountain dews with seven cups of water every time they dropped a mountain dew and increased with water they lost body fat their inflammation levels went down, their joints hurt less, they had more energy, they slept better, so on and so forth. And it'll work the, it works the same way with food. So before you get even get into the bamboozling of counting and manipulating and, and all that right. bodybuilding crap. This isn't an overnight thing. We want real sustainable change over time and that has to be slow. It really does. I mean, if you are the type of person that you can go from zero to 100 and feel good about it and not have any kind of crash whatsoever, any kind of, you know, bad feelings or anything, then good for you. I applaud you. You're probably not. Yeah, but most people can't do that. You probably don't care about this podcast anyways because <laughs> you're already doing the right things if you're that type of person. And I'm here to tell you that we, we can speak passionately on this because we have experimented extensively with ourselves on this. Mm -hmm. We have we have done the fast food thing just to see, right? Just to see how, how do you really feel? And then you get off of it. And sure, there's a crash. Absolutely there is. There's a detox period. But once you get over that hurdle of that detox, the like one or two days of feeling like shit or not feeling satisfied or feeling like you're missing something, if you can get yourself over that and i'm here to tell you you can right mind over matter yeah, we see it every day you can do it if your if your why right back to the core values that we always talk about if that is bigger than the craving you can get past it and as soon as you do get past it it gets easier and easier and easier until eventually you drive by one of these fast food places that maybe you didn't think you could ever live without before and you'll either laugh like you thought you owned me I, I you know no you don't or the smell of it will make your stomach turn and kinda, you'll think god I used to eat that yeah kind of similar to a uh, to a person who used to smoke and then they don't smoke anymore Sure. And then they get around other smokers and or like, somebody that's you know or somebody who had a really major like maybe a binge drinking night yeah. and, and got sick on you know you got sick on Fireball and then cinnamon smell for the rest of your life makes your stomach turn. It's kind of the same deal, except you're not gorging on something to make yourself sick on it. You're just detoxing your body from it, and then eventually. You're so far removed from it that you you realize it doesn't have a hold over you. Anymore. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that really does smell chemically, or God, that doesn't even smell like food, or True. you know whatever the and case that, is. And, and you know what's interesting about that too, Jen, is that you're speaking from like a speaking from uh, like a whole uh, your whole life perspective. As you detoxify, and as you get better and better, and clean up, and drink more and more water, and everything is running properly. You'll start to see that in lots of stuff. Like we've exper we've experimented and experienced that with like household cleaners. Yeah, absolutely. You know, air we, fresheners. Everybody, everybody in America is air freshened out the wazoo, and it's like, you know, your nose will start to get stuffy. Like we've we've ex we've experienced that. Where as to mm -hmm. where 
you know, we've had people say, man, you know what? I used to put these air fresheners all through my house. And it's like, man, I can't do it anymore because like I'll get a whiff of them and like my eyes will start to water and my nose gets all stuffy. Yep. And, and that's a detoxification trigger. Same thing with like burning candles. I love, I uh, yeah. love, me personally, I love burning candles. But if I burn the same like big box candles that maybe I used to buy at the mall mm -hmm. or at one of these these types of stores, I will get immediately stuffed up. I'll get a fat headache. It's the same deal. The same I just will feel I will feel like crap. And I realize, oh, it's the chemicals. It's the chemicals in the front that are you're breathing that in, and your body is. You know, it's like inhaling anything. Your body sure. takes it in. It's, you know, it's using some of whatever it's taking in. Your your lungs are using that. And you realize, oh, God. Yeah. And that's one of the first ways. That's one of the first ways that um, that people start to notice, like, whoa, there's, there is a change outside, mm -hmm. of, outside of physical. Oh, my pants fit better or whatever, right? Right. So... Eat better quality. That goes without saying, okay? And then the, the key trick with that is after you eat better quality, the quantity will start to take care of itself. I talked about that with the COVID thing because you're not going to eat a whole bushel of apples. You're yeah, not going to eat a whole giant absolutely. bag. We've experimented carrots. with that too ourselves it's with not, eating, kind of, not to cut you off, but eating like maybe a lower quality of like, say we make tacos, Yeah. right? We, maybe we just get lower quality ingredients. It's quick. It's easy. It's, you know, whatever. We can put away probably a whole, I would say probably easily a whole pound of ground beef or something. Like in tacos. You mm -hmm. make taco meat. There's no leftovers. You can, like, take down the entire spiel. <laughs> yeah. Right? You up that, you up that quality, and now you have maybe ground bison or... Yeah something along those lines and maybe instead of using shredded iceberg for your lettuce you're using romaine or spinach or kale and you know we don't we don't really particularly do dairy so we don't we don't worry about the cheese aspect but like adding tomatoes and maybe fresh onions yeah. and fresh jalapenos and maybe some fresh salsa that we either got from a farmer's market or we made ourselves at home using some of those fresh ingredients now we find ourselves having tons of leftovers because the quality of these ingredients have filled us up and satisfied us so much. We find that we don't need to eat as much. Sure. Which that... is portion control right there, uh, you know, doing its own thing. I'm not weighing anything out. I'm not measuring anything. And I'm not even saying I'm only going to eat two tacos. Well, it's in, yeah, it's... I'm just eating until I feel full. And now I realize... Oh, wow, I just ate half as yes. much as maybe I would have before. Because that goes back to, and, and, and you're, you, man, you are, you are hammering on some good points today. I'm very smart. Because there, yes, and if you want to compliment Jen, you can also compliment her at Jennifer at TheHolisticRevolution.com. Yes, I do not just accept complaints. <laughs> so, but that's a very good point you just made because um, there's no, when, that's one of the key knocks. So the anti-diet diet crowd, even though they still prescribe diets, the anti-diet diet crowd is, is that's one of the things that they're going to say is they say, well, it only says two tacos. So now there comes in a point where in the American psyche, they think diet, they think what they can't have. So they already start off on negativity. Sure. 
And then it's what can't I have, which as I've been talking for the whole entire part of 2021 so far, I'm on a major gratitude kick. Americans, and again, you can send the hate mail to me, Americans are largely ungrateful. So you go, what can't I have? That's an ungrateful attitude versus looking at it positively saying, well, what the hell can I have? Oh, oh there's, a, there's, there's research out there. I believe it's from UCLA. Don't quote me. That says that the average American only eats eight, eight eats the same eight to twelve things. It's yeah. their whole freaking life. So if they eat nuts, it's always a cashew. If they eat vegetables, it's always broccoli. If they eat fruit, it's always mm -hmm. an apple. Yeah. So on and so forth. I got news for you. There's over what a million yeah. different <laughs> fruits and vegetables. Yeah. You couldn't eat them all in your whole freaking life. I I tell her I tell our kids this pretty regularly. There's a great big world out there. Yeah, it's a great big world. Open your eyes. There's a great big world. So, and if you... And you I, like an apple? Don't just buy a Red Delicious every time you go to the store. You realize there are like 500 versions of apples? Of apples, like, yeah. Try something different. So find your own apples. And on your point about the tacos, because we are big taco people. We do love a taco. We love a taco, and we also love chips and Ooh, salsa. chips and salsa, yeah. And I ran this experiment with uh, tortilla chips. Right? Yeah, we okay. did. So, we did. So we ran this experiment with tortilla chips. We bought some like, you know, Jack Leg brand mm -hmm. dollar a bag tortilla chips. And then we went out and bought some like super high quality tortilla chips. And this is a local to Michigan podcast, but I'm going to throw a shout out. Shout out to Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor Tortilla Company. They make the best. If you're in Michigan and yeah, you're you around are. the Ann Arbor area, yeah. you need to go out and get yourself a bag of Ann, Ar Ann Arbor Tortilla Company tortilla chips they are the best lime get the lime ones. yeah so shout out to limes and shout out to them yeah. and <laughs> to all the limes out uh, there. they will they will they're phenomenal and that's the thing is they're so phenomenal you can't eat you're not gonna sit there and that eat many an yeah. entire bag in a sitting no. but i but i can promise you that we can eat an entire bag of like Tostitos. Lime. yes you can smash right through those so that goes again a win for quality and we're also not saying here because there's going to be some of you out there that are going to say, well, Ken, you're talking from a privileged position. Okay, it's easy for you to say, you know, okay, what do we, not everyone can shop at Whole Foods. Not everyone has a farmer's market. And Absolutely. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so. We like, re and we do recognize and that. And we recognize that. And that's one of the issues in the United States of America is that garbage food is subsidized and real healthy foods get no attention. So corn, corn and soy are subsidized out the ass so they can, you can have high fructose corn syrup in everything. Yeah. But then blueberries aren't subsidized. So I understand a single mom out there saying, well, hey, I can feed my entire family with a hot and ready from Little Caesars. Absolutely. That doesn't versus, go... That doesn't go... Versus blueberries. But get we're, lost on but us. But we're saying in the long run, if you get a little creative, and of course you can send us your questions and we will answer them and we will help you and oh, show you I, how. I would, I would gladly give you ideas you can, and You can do this on a budget and, yeah. and the key caveat to that to that quality argument as far as privilege goes is you take what is most important to you and that's the thing you buy the highest quality of that you can afford that's a personal decision so yeah we're can, not telling you to go break the bank yes, because we said because that's another thing so like if you can't you know we we run we yeah, have pro, look, we, if, we, if you if you get you get government assistance let's say let's take it down to that level okay and you can only buy what government assistance allows you to buy okay so 
maybe you buy all of your normal things, but like maybe the meat you buy is a little bit better quality. Or maybe, well, you know, Jen, meat's very, very expensive. Maybe when you go and buy bread, maybe you buy a higher quality of bread or you buy a higher quality gallon of milk or you choose one thing that maybe you consume a lot of or maybe it's something that just gets trickled into every single meal and you try and up the quality with one thing yes yeah, so, and go from there so ken is a ken's a, a pretty big meat eater okay so ken puts his eggs in the meat basket you know that's not weird <laughs> or does he put his meat in the egg basket uh, he Either puts way, his, this he is puts, weird, and I'm he out. Puts his, he, puts, he puts the highest quality into, into what he eats the most. If I'm a vegetarian or I'm, or I'm a vegan, I'm looking at the vegetable options, okay? And then, by and large, and this again goes back to a, goes back to a thing, and, I, and we're not saying that you shouldn't be able to do what you want. You have free will to do whatever you want. You can make any choice you want in the world. That's part of the reason why we're in, a lot of us are in the positions we're in, okay? So... If you if you just eliminated trash, you got rid of the Doritos, you got rid of the chips, you got rid of all that, you would see budgetary options open up. I've done this a thousand times with people who who hang out at bars so much they should be a bar stool. Okay, they eliminate bar night, and all of a sudden, magically, wow, there's four hundred dollars a month in their budget that they never knew they had. Yeah. Okay, we're going to be releasing. Uh, free exercise demonstration videos on YouTube coming up here shortly. We have programs on our website for as cheap as $20 a month. So it doesn't mean that like, well, if I don't have $175 a month to join a gym and I don't have $80 to spend on board shorts and whatever else to do this silly ass workout I'm going to do that I can't work out. We're not saying that. We're saying make the make the best choices you can with the resources that you have and then know in your mind and in your heart that you're working your way up the ladder. It's a continuous process mm -hmm. or practice, yep. as I like to say. It's a practice that's every day. Water, by and large, in the United States of America is free. Water, companies that make water don't make water. They make they produce plastic bottles. Right. Get the F off the plastic, okay? Water. Right. Free. Just like sleep is free. So the two greatest things in your life that you can use to manage stress and to get you to where you need to be and to relieve all these ailments and issues and all these things are water and sleep. They're free. Yeah. Okay. Again, long-term sustainable change creates your long-term sustainable health and vitality. And that's what we, I think the takeaway from every single episode and thing that we do and say is we think that you know, health and vitality is free to everyone. So as long as you can make the right choices and we are here to help you along the way. You have a question? Ask us. You need some recipe options? Ask. I will gladly send you some. You need some workout options for at home? We will gladly send you some. We think that and we believe that everything, health, wellness, vitality, diet, nutrition, all of it, should be, you know, free and an option to everyone. This should not be a, like, you know, a privileged thing that only, you know, rich yeah, white not, people in yeah, America get to do or yeah, high-end people get to do. 
it should be available to everyone in every community everywhere so if you have questions please ask us yes we'll get we'll meet you where you're at and we'll give you those the some help on the options that are available to you so can you make it work on a budget yes we've we've trained and helped many a struggling college student make the best choices that they can and workouts that they can because see again now i know we're talking about nutrition but being being a fitness uh dude this is disgusting to me on a level that is just un unimaginable during this covid pandemic i know we're jumping off a tangent here but like we can't work out because we don't have six thousand dollars worth of equipment in our basement okay yeah. when i'm telling people go to westsidebarbell.com and get a 12 dollar or 10 dollar exercise band and i'll put you through a Right. You know, I just put a dude through a workout the other day with a black mini band, which is the second lowest resistance band they have. And I smoked this dude with just a band. Okay. So get off the, you need thousands of dollars worth of equipment. Is yeah. it nice Your to have? Your garage doesn't need to be outfitted yeah. with its own box. Yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't. Is all these things nice to have? Yeah. Would it be nice to freaking eat, go to Whole Foods and drop $500 on a week's worth of groceries that are all organic and all that? We don't do that. Okay, I'm not buying organic ketchup. I'm not buying no. organic salsa. I'm buying things that are in accordance with my needs. My needs are uh, I'm on uh, I'm on the the meat bandwagon. Jen is a slightly more plant based, so I get the highest quality level that I can get. But that doesn't mean that I'm also I'm also buying six dollar a, a carton eggs. That's a little ridiculous too. Because again, we're talking in America, so we got to separate what yeah. is actually yeah, really like, real. And, I think and <clears throat> that's a valid point. Keep that in mind consumerist also. Nonsense. Just because something costs more money doesn't mean it's greater quality either. Yeah. So you got to pay attention and you got to do, you got to do your research and by you committing and having core values and saying, I want to change my life and I want to be, I want to not have massively inflamed joints and a right. giant sack hanging over my belt. Uh, that would maybe behoove you to start doing your research and start looking and start going to farmer's markets and start doing all these other things because those are all steps in the process. Right. They're all steps in the practice. Hey, Ken, when is the practice going to be over? The practice will be over when you're dead. So every single yeah, day. Absolutely. There's is, no finish line. Is, there is no finish line. And if it's important to you, you'll do it every day and you'll make sure that you do your thing. Uh, and and, you go and from again, there. The, the more consistent you are, the more consistent you want to be. The, the better quality food you're consuming, you re, you start to realize the junk isn't as satisfying as it maybe used to be. So stay consistent, make good choices, and it will be easier and easier and easier every single day to make those choices and to stick with it. Because again, this is not a start line, finish line, quote unquote, diet you are on. This is life. Yes. Diet is what you need to sustain your life. So you want to live, eat some food. Yeah, eat some food, eat high quality food. The better quality food you eat, the better off you will be, the better everything else will be. I say this constantly in people in America because it's not it's an because it's it's simplistic. They look at me like I have a booger hanging on my nose because we got like a love affair with complicated nonsense mm. and words on paper. So when I tell people that to the degree that you eat better and you sleep better and you drink more water, those yin elements that we talked about in a previous podcast, the restorative elements, the less hard you have to work 
in the yang elements, the workout right. piece. So we are, I mean, we are a fitness facility, so we got to talk. They go hand in hand. We got to talk about the working out part, okay? If you don't like working out, I got news for you. I mean, I would be, I wouldn't either go in and have these damn places, but if, if you don't like it, I can say, okay, that's fine. Well, just eat to the highest quality level that you can get and make sure you're sleeping your water on point and you won't have to train as hard. And Jen, you've seen it a million and one times, these primarily females coming into our facility on these maniac programs, six yeah. days a week, twice a day, 24 hours a week of working out, potions, powders, pills, nonsense. And we improve their quality level of diet they start listening to us on the sleep. They're doing this, and they take their they take their workout time from 24 hours a week. That's an hour and a half, twice a day, six days a week, down to two hours a week. And oh, guess what? They're they in better, better shape yeah. than they were at the 24. So would you not trade that all all day? Would you not? I mean, that that's yeah. Ridiculous. I mean, my the return on your to me, yes. So. Well, what what's the return on your time investment? So maybe let's put a pin in it right there let's let's stop well, it for right there I, and then... i think this is a topic that we could go on and on and on i think we've we've thrown a lot of information out there i think it's probably a good place to maybe put a pin or a, a pause or an asterisk or a whatever you want to put there if you have any questions please let us know don't hesitate to reach out even if it's just to say your voice sucks and you're <laughs> Yeah, I'd hate you, yeah. whatever. Or that it's guy, fine. that guy, that guy has a very soothing voice. They could be saying that too. Yeah, but I'm not a guy. I'm a female, <laughs> so. <laughs> either, either way, either way, let's 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 stop it for today, right there. Think, and then next week we will continue on this kind of nutritional odyssey because I have a ton of stuff that I would like to bring up about the whole COVID thing. More on the nutrition, more on the pratfalls of what is... Pratfalls? Pr yes, the pitfalls and the pratfalls. I don't know if they're different. <laughs> uh, maybe I just made a new word up. Uh, that are... That 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 your average American is going to come into contact with from the nefarious forces that control the fitness and nutrition and diet industries uh, and supplement industries in general. Okay, so next right. time, join us for nefarious nutrition and... <laughs> Until then, I'm Jen. And I'm Ken. Go eat some food. Good quality food. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.